Hello, this is Michael Williams. I'm here today with Emma. Uh, thank you so much, Emma, for joining me today. We're actually kind of in the middle of one of our sessions. <laughs> As with many of my clients, you were just saying so many insightful and brilliant things that I felt like people who are out there who are, are either current clients, students, or, or thinking about getting into the Pro90D speech system, particularly the coaching, they're going to benefit from what you're saying. So I said, let me just put, let me <laughs> put the recorder on here. And you were so graceful to allow me to do that. Now, you live in the UK. I live in the UK. Yes, okay. in London. Yes. In London. So the first thing that I want to talk about is tell me where you were before you started and kind of how you felt, what you were struggling with and why you decided this. Okay, so I was a ball of anxiety. So I had a big exam coming up on the horizon, and that's like a panel interview, which in my mind terrified me, because all I could imagine was being in that room and not being able to speak mm. at all. You're just being overwhelmed with anxiety, no words would come out, the people opposite me thinking, who is this person and why is she here? And then in my organizational work as well, I was having meetings upon meetings and I was struggling to get through those to really articulate myself. I used to dread them, you know. So I had a meeting every day, I had a team of people that worked for me and even though I was telling myself, I'm gonna be all right, I'm gonna be fine, I was racked with anxiety. And it would be very often that I'd get into a meeting and I couldn't speak or I'd mumble my way through something or I would avoid it. Right. At all. So, yeah. and, you, and you work in two worlds now. You went through your oral interviews to get to, to, get to officially get your psychotherapy. Yes. And you work in this other world. Yes. And the other world is kind of HR, organizational work. So okay. that, that involves a lot of meetings, a lot of influencing people, a lot of talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and so you... What, what made you seek me out? Uh, how did you find me, if you can remember? <laughs> I've been on a mailing list of yours for quite a while. And I think okay. I kind of had you in the back of my mind, but kind of always thought, well, you know what? I can handle this on my own. I'll just watch a YouTube thing every now and again, and that will help me. Right. Mm -hmm. And it did help me in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But then I guess as things became more overwhelming, I thought, no, I probably actually need to talk with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And I like your approach because you've experienced this as well. Okay. You're not somebody coming in who's read a textbook to say, well, actually, if you do this, it will help. You're, you're a person who's been in it, exactly. you know, and tried things and modified things, etc. And that was really helpful for me. Wow. Okay. So tell me about the, and you mentioned this already, but tell me about the overwhelm because we're going to, we're going to go from there into the single focus strategy, let's call it. But tell me about how you felt overwhelmed, even with the things that I was giving you, the strategies you just felt like, okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so overwhelm is a key theme for me, I think. So I'm the sort of person, as I mentioned before, if I do something, I want to do it perfectly. Mm -hmm. right? And I don't like to miss anything out. So, you know, obviously after we started talking and I got access into the system, I went through all the videos, I was doing everything as you said, and I got all these tips and tricks and tools and I thought, great, I need to do this. Mm -hmm. And I was doing it and some of them came easier than others, 
But then something weird happened, something that I didn't really anticipate. I felt really overwhelmed, like, oh my God, I've got to remember how to do everything and I've got to get it sequentially right and it's got to flow and I can't make any mistakes. And I was driving myself mad with this. And I felt like if I missed something out, you know, I'd failed. Other people could get this right and I couldn't. You know, I tried to allot a certain time of the day whereby I practice talking to people, etc. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't good. Right. And I think that we had a couple of coaching calls and you got a few emails from me going, it's not working. I can't cope. I can't cope. Exactly. Yes. Being really overwhelmed. So then we had a call and we talked about the single focus strategy. Yes, which I have to say changed everything for me. So being at, so it was almost like you gave me permission to let go of everything. Well, not even let go, park it. Pick one thing that was going to really help me model right, and focus. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed when I get stressed and anxious, I speak really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I speak because I just want to get it done and out of the way. Mm-hmm. And of course, as you know, and as many people will know, when you speak quickly, it becomes like a garbled message. You're not really articulating or enunciating your words. Mm-hmm. And then I was chopping words off and it just became this horrible mess. <laughs> but what I began to focus on was slowing down. Yes. Really slowing down. And when I'm talking to somebody, even in meetings with people, looking mm-hmm. at them, Mm. I also noticed I got into this habit of looking everywhere apart from at the person. Yes. I thought, okay, slow down and look at the person. And then in parallel to that, just working on what I was telling myself before the meeting Mm. and in the meeting, because we've spoken about that too. That's right. In terms of me thinking I was going to fail. So Mm. me really keeping myself calm. I'm okay. This is okay trying to take the focus off of me and just put it on the other person, you know, and just think I'm okay. I'm calm. I'm good. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So you were perfect. You said you mentioned three or four critical things. um, These are not in in the order that you said them, but one is what you're thinking about before the event could be a meeting or presentation interview and, and what you think about during the event, right? Yes. And yeah. that you're able now to talk to yourself with that single focus to tell yourself, yes. slow down, yeah. right? Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here, Mike, and say, you know what? You say it a hundred times and then magically it happens. It's something you have to keep on with. And okay. I think I've kind of fallen into that trap before where I thought, well, I'm doing this stuff and it's just not embedding itself. You know, I can be quite impatient sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's something you have to just keep doing and also another thing I found really helpful is not I think before I was allotting like an hour a day to go out and model and practice and then I'd revert back and that just wasn't helpful I couldn't switch modes easily so what Mm. I do now is every conversation is a practice it doesn't matter who if I'm speaking to my best friend or my family or I'm at work and I'm presenting to people that's right it's the same so people who are familiar, who are watching this and are familiar at all with the, with the Pro 90 Speak system will remember that I say you need to immerse yourself 
and that every time you open your mouth to speak, it's practice time. So it's not just 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, or listen to this. Yeah. Every time, all the time. And then it starts to become automatic. Yes. Yeah, 100%. But I don't think I was in that place before. I don't think if I'd have met you and automatically off the bat, you'd have said, Emma, you have to do this 24-7. I think I would have felt overwhelmed then as well. I think it was something I had to discover on my own. Mm, very interesting. Interesting yeah. insight. Right. And this is the reason why I repeat things in our mm. sessions and in the audios and why I have you listen to the audios over and over for this very reason, because we all grow and we, you'll hear something in the very beginning, but maybe you're not ready for it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so you keep listening to it, and you keep hearing me say the same thing. Well, Michael Williams repeats himself. Well, I do it purposely for a reason, yeah. because yes. at some point, and usually it's, it can be a couple of months, mm. at some point you're ready for it, and it clicks. Yeah. And it makes yeah. all the difference, right? Yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So... Let's zoom in and then we'll wrap up with zoom in to the interview, right? Interviews. So since the last time we've talked, which has been a couple of weeks, right? We had Tell four us. interviews. <laughs> uh, um, so this is for my organizational work. Right. You know, I go into organizations, I assess how they're working, you know, I restructure teams. So that's firing people, hiring people, etc. And you know, an interview situation is quite a nervous one. So you sort of anticipate, oh my goodness, I've got to go in there, I'm going to be under pressure. But again, I just applied everything that I've been learning with you. So like I just said, any situation, it's the same. It doesn't matter if I'm in an informal situation or if I'm in an interview. So I had four interviews. So one of them was external to the place I work at the moment and three of them were external. All four had offered me work all four of them, and it was instinct. And I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that. I mean, I enjoyed all of those interviews. To be able to sit and you enjoyed four. Four. I actually enjoyed them. It felt like a conversation with a peer, almost. I didn't have in my mindset that I'm like this little person and I've got to impress you and, oh my goodness, I went in there with a very neutral mindset. Like, if it doesn't yeah. work, that's okay. And it was like a conversation. Yeah. And what really impacted me, Michael, was seeing the expression on their faces. Mm. Like really engaging with what I was saying, really understanding what I was saying mm. as well. So you mentioned a couple of things in our conversation and, and you've alluded to them here, but what were you focused on and telling yourself while you were interviewing? Whilst I was speaking, I was saying to myself, okay, this is an opportunity for me to see what this place is like, to see what these people are like, to understand what they can offer me. Mm -hmm. me feeling pressured and like, oh my God, I've got to perform, I've got to impress you. So this is like a two-way conversation. So that for me takes the pressure off of me. Yes. So then whilst I'm in the interview, I'm doing obviously the, the, the self-talking to myself, mm-hmm. and then I'm focusing on the person in front of me and kind of what I'm saying to them and how the message is going across rather than being caught in my own mind and thinking, oh my God, I'm going to run out of air or I'm going to run out of words. Mm. You know, yes. So keeping that pressure and that internal focus off of me exactly. and just going to the other person. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I have, there's so many people who struggle with when they're in the moment, they're in an interview, they're doing a presentation, they, they, they're struggling now, they're struggling mm-hmm. now to keep that focus. Even though you might feel a little anxious, but you can still perform well, yeah. though you feel a little nervous or anxious. Yeah. And that yeah. self-talk has a lot to do with it. And, and what you do physically also has a lot to do with it. Yes, yeah, and that's another important part. So, you know, even walking to the interview as it was in a building over the road from where I work, just walking slower, just kind of taking my time to look around me rather than hurrying there and getting locked in that mindset of hurry, hurry, hurry. Mm -hmm. So so the build-up to it is very important. But then for me, being in there and keeping that composure and that calm is... Yes. Even more important, I think. So what you, what you say to yourself before, what you say to yourself during, focusing on the other person is something that uh, we've talked about called VIC, the value yeah. that you're offering, the impact that you're having. You're watching them. You're seeing, am I having an impact? The clarity, am I making this clear? Am I going too fast? Am I speaking clear? Am I structuring this? Mm-hmm. So you, you focused on that. You slowed everything down you've been telling yourself just to slow everything down and take your time right is, is there anything oh and the single focus you've been focusing on one skill one skill yeah. one strategy one technique and you do that for as long as you need to until you feel like it's become yeah. it's starting to become automatic yeah and i think as i said earlier for me it's like now i like to look at it like building up a picture so i build up the first part of it and when I become more comfortable and fluent with that then I'll move on to something else yeah but that helped me tremendously so if, if someone and, and I know that there are going to be probably thousands of people who will see this video eventually right and many of those people are going to be where you were uh, a few months back what would you tell them about coaching because some of those people are working on their own, right? They're watching YouTube videos yeah. or maybe they're, they're taking my course and they're getting varying results. But you decided, hey, I need to talk to someone. I need to. The, yes. What would you tell them about taking that step, about the investment? Okay. So I think for me, the main benefit is it, it forced me to be accountable. So before I was watching videos, I was doing the self-study myself. But when I sit in front of you, Michael, and I go through kind of what I've done and maybe my thinking and my thought processes around things, and you might question me a little bit or say, have you tried this? Have you tried that? That that forces me to really look at myself and maybe think, okay, I need to adjust this. Because for me, I can get stuck in a pattern, and that might not necessarily be the most helpful pattern. Mm -hmm. So as challenging as it has been at times where I think, oh no, I've got to explain, you know, why this isn't working or I'm getting stuck, etc. It's really, really benefited me. Okay. It makes me accountable, I think is the main thing. Well, Emma, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this and gotten so much out of our conversation. And I'm sure everyone who's watching this will as well. So thank you for being willing to do this. Not a problem at all. Thank you. Bye.